Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Just, uh, we're glad that we could be here, uh, and we're just so grateful for all the support that you give us over the years, and just uh, the... Uh, food packages and all, you know, everything, sending the teams over the years that have come. We've just been blessed in, in every way by you guys, and we just uh, so much appreciate it. Uh, I've had a PowerPoint with pictures and left it behind, but I uh, added some pictures for the second service. Are they ready to go? So I just wanted to introduce my family a little bit, and uh, this is Kaku's mom and dad, and uh, her father, who would never come to church uh, before, just in the last year or so, has now been coming to church with us. Uh, he's 89 and she is 83. And uh, they're staying in a nursing home for three weeks while we come here. And, um, but uh, they're part of our family. And then, if you don't know us, um, the church sends our greetings. Uh, this is part of the church. Uh, we've got almost as many children as we do adults. So, um, but they uh, wanted us also to send their greetings to, to Pastor Cameron and Kathy and, and all of you. Uh, they have been so blessed by uh, all the teams and Pastor Cameron and Kathy who have come many, many, many times. And so, uh, and if you didn't know, um, Adrian is my daughter and Aaron my son-in-law and uh, also uh, Daniel, who is, uh, <laughs> sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, so they have been, uh, you have just welcomed them, and uh, we are so blessed that uh, they are here and, and uh, being helpful to you all and, and uh, covered by Pastor Cameron and, and the church here. So we, we miss them in Japan, but yet we're happy because they're in a good church here, and we can feel confident that they're being well taken care of here. And so and Doug and Andy uh, take well, well good care of them. Yeah. I want to thank them too. Thank you. So we're just blessed, and uh, I have a great family. And, uh, oh, you missed one, didn't you? Oh, there it is. My wife, if you didn't know, she is Japanese. <laughs> and uh, I'm always appreciative of her. Uh, she translates a lot for me, among other things. But anyways, uh, let's get into our message before I uh, get to... Uh, Let's uh, read our key verse. Can we say this key verse together? Uh, found in Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, I just thank you for this time. Thank you that uh, we can just uh, look at your word today. Just pray that uh, your word would be planted in every single person's heart today, Lord God, that they would get something from this message that they can gr grow closer to you and draw near to you, Lord. God bless each one who came today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So today I want to talk a little bit about God first, and, and one particular point we'll talk about that maybe you've never heard about before. Um, but how many know that putting God first in any area of our lives is always a good thing? No matter what area we might look at in our lives, if we can put God first in that area, that is always a good thing. Amen. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about God first, and I uh, just want you to think about why does God demand to be first? We know that in our heads, God 
wants to be first, but God actually demands to be first. And why is that? What would you tell someone else why God demands to be first? Is it because he's insecure and he needs that, <laughs> up, that, up bo that boost in his ego? No. no. He demands to be first because he knows the more areas that we can put him first in our lives, the better our lives are going to go. Is that right? The more fruitful we'll be, the more happier we'll be, no matter what's happening in our lives. The more we can put God first in our lives, the better off our lives will be. And God understands that. And so he demands that he be first, not just because he's God, but because he knows what's best for our lives. Amen? Amen. So how does that look like in everyday life? How would you answer this question? How do you put God first in your everyday life? In um, America, I think you still say, I'm not sure, but uh, since I haven't lived here for 24 years, but I think you say, if God's not, uh, how do you say it? If Jesus is not Lord of all, then he is not Lord at all. Do you still say that? I don't know if you still say that. But Jesus said it like this. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. The more that we can give up and surrender our lives and surrender every area of our life to God, the more life we find. So, your favorite shoes, your favorite car, <laughs> your favorite computer, it's not really ours, right? It's God's. It's yeah. his stuff. It's not our stuff. You know, we, we like to hold on to our stuff and say, I bought this, so I want to do whatever I want with it. But yet it's not really our stuff. It's God's stuff. And so God is interested in how we use the stuff that he places in our hands. Yeah. And he wants to be first even in our stuff. Because he wants us to be stewards of everything that we have in our lives. Because we are created to love and honor God. And we say we, we're created to love and honor God with our lives, but we're also created to love and honor God with our stuff, with the increase that he brings into our lives. Because the stuff that we have is because of the increase that God has brought into our lives, right? That's right. And so we want to honor God in every area of our lives that we can. And so I want to talk about one area that maybe you haven't really thought about before, and I, I know it's not uh, taught that much in American churches, but... Um, we do this with faith. In Hebrews 11:6, it says, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So no matter what we do, we do it by faith, not out of just a random command that we feel we have to obey, right. but it's because of faith in Jesus yeah. that we do what we do. Amen? Amen. And so I want to talk about first fruits. Um, I believe, like I said, this is a... Uh, a principle that doesn't get taught in, in church very often, but we do it through faith. And I, I, I'll probably share my kids, I hope my son doesn't get too embarrassed, but I'll probably share about my kids and how they have applied this to their lives and found God to be faithful and brought even more increase into their lives. But remember, anything worth doing for God is done by faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. So... Um, in Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. 
Many, if not most of us, understand the principles of tithing and giving, uh, but many people put tithing and offerings and even first fruits, they, they kind of lump them all together as part of their giving. But actually, they're all very specific and very different, and the blessings that God brings can be very different also. And so the more that we can understand the different ways that God wants us to surrender, the more we can receive life from him. And first fruits is about honoring God with the increase that comes into our lives. It's not just about tithing off what God gives us monthly or weekly, but it's about the increase, honoring God with the increase that comes into our lives. Uh, it's the age-old dilemma of ownership versus stewardship right steward ownership says it's mine and i'll do what i want with it where stewardship says this is a gift from god in how i use it god cares about how i use it mm-hmm. and we like to sing i surrender all have you ever sung that song i surrender all some of us like to sing i did it my way <laughs> and in japan um i think you guys say like, how do you say it? Karaoke? And karaoke in Japan, all the Japanese people, they want me to sing I Did It My Way. But I hate that song because I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it God's way. Amen? And so I always try to find a different song that I can sing with them. <laughs> but how do we look at the use, how do we look at and use the increase that comes into our lives? And that's what First Fruits really is all about. And actually, how you use your stuff is a reflection of your relationship with Jesus. Yes, it is. It's a window into your heart. Yes. How we use our stuff is a reflection. I don't know if I had a... Oh, yeah. What, what do children learn? They say, it's mine, right? We learn that our stuff is mine. But, but actually, how we use our stuff is a reflection of our relationship with Jesus. It's actually a window into our hearts. And we believe by giving our first to God, we're believing that God has more for us, that God has more than enough for us. And I'm not really teaching this because I'm trying to get you to to give more. Uh, Pastor Cameron's been in a lot of debt lately, so, you know, (laughs) that's, that's not why I'm teaching this. But I'm actually teaching this for your benefit because there are blessings out there that are attainable mm-hmm. if we surrender certain areas of our lives to God that aren't attainable, attainable if we don't. So first always belongs to God. All through the Bible, first always belongs to God. Jesus actually gave his first to us. Mm-hmm. He gave his son first so that we could be multiplied back to him. Good. And so first, um, in Romans eleven eighteen. Romans eleven sixteen it says, For if the first fruits is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. Jesus was given as a first fruit to make us holy, so that we could be multiplied back and be called holy before God. When we make our first increase holy by giving it to God, then the rest will be holy. That's awesome. uh, just in the natural, for example, uh, back in Israel, they were all farmers, right? They were planters and farmers. And so they would take the, the lamb from their sheep, the first lamb that was born from a, a particular sheep, 
they would take it and, and take it to the temple and give it to the priest. It was their first fruit, believing that God would protect that sheep and cause it to produce more. And for many years, produce more. They would take the first part of their grain and they would give it to God, believing that God would bring even a, a great increase into their harvest. And so, when we, give our, when we give the first of our increase, we're believing God is going to protect the rest of it, but also bring multiplication to it. Because uh, multiplication is, the, the principle of multiplication and the principle of first fruits are tied hand in hand. They go hand in hand. And so, if you try to hang, I read this earlier, it says if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it, but, you, but if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. In the law of multiplication, everything that we give up, we actually increase and save. And so when we, when we give up, uh, Jesus, um, he had the little boy brought five loaves of bread and, and three fish, right? And what happened when he gave it to Jesus? Right. It was multiplied. And it was multiplied more than we think because in the Bible it talks about only the men were numbered, but there wasn't a whole crowd full of single men, right? right? It was families that were there. And so when you think about it, God multiplied it not only 5,000, but there was probably at least 12,000 people there that got fed out of, out of the loaves and fish. And so first fruits is, operates under this law of multiplication that when we give our first, we're believing that God is going to bring increase into our lives. Okay, I always lose my place in my notes when I come here. I guess that's because I don't have a translator to pause. Okay. She can, she can talk to Daniel, right? Um, when you look at uh, giving the first, God uh, always says that the first portion of anything is the redemptive portion. It's the redemptive portion. Once you give the first portion, everything after that becomes holy and redeemed by God so that it can be blessed by God. So why do we go to church? I know you go to church on Saturdays now, but for many, many generations, um, Christians went to church on Sundays. Do you know why that is? Because Sunday was the first day of the week, and they wanted to give the first day of the week holy to the Lord. They give it to the Lord so that the rest of the week they believed that God would, would protect their week, would help them be more productive during the week, and that they would be blessed during the week. And so that was one of the reasons that we went to church on Sunday mornings. That's the reason we gave that first day. The Sabbath is always holy, right? And God makes the rest of the week more productive and, and holy. That which, be, that which comes first is always an important gift that's offered to God. So how would that look in our society today, since most of you are probably not farmers mm -hmm. here. You all live in the city, so I'm not sure you're growing very much, except maybe a little garden in your backyard. So how would that look? Your job. My son and my daughter, their first job that they got, they took their first paycheck and they gave it, to, they gave it as an offering to the pastor of the church. 
So my daughter, I think, she gave it to me. She felt that uh, God wanted her to give it to me as her pastor. My son, Daniel, he gave it to our pastor, Pastor Scott in Yokohama. He gave his first paycheck to Pastor Scott, believing that God would protect and help him and prosper him at, at work. And they both, uh, you know, I can testify, and they could testify, they both got raises. They both found a lot of favor at work because they were willing to give that first, that first paycheck. They gave it to the Lord so that the rest would be blessed. The rest would become holy to them. And then they've carried that on, I hope. Yes. <laughs> Pastor Cameron can tell you. Because <laughs> they give their first fruit, they gave their first fruits to Pastor Cameron as their pastor. And uh, I, I've seen how favored they are, not only in the workplace, but I've seen so much favor on their lives because they've allowed God to be first in this area of their lives. So first fruit uh, would also be if they got a raise. When my daughter got a raise, she took the amount of that raise in that first paycheck and she gave a first fruit offering to Pastor Cameron and then she tithed on the rest. So an inheritance is not a, inheritance is a one-time gift. You wouldn't give up first fruit of that. You would just give a tithe of that. But like I said, first fruit is from the increase that God brings, that we want to honor God in the increase that he brings so that he'll protect what's left and also bring multiplication to what's left. Does that make sense? So in Nehemiah, In Nehemiah 10.37, it says to bring the first fruits of our dough, our offerings, the first fruit from all kinds of trees, the new wine and oil, to the priests, to the pastor, to the, to the leaders of the church. And then in Leviticus, it also says, speak to, the, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. God uses the first fruits not only to test that to make him first in our lives, but he also tests us in a way, are our leaders, are we, are, are we faithful to our leaders? Good. Are we willing to bless our leaders? And so first fruits, the first fruit goes to the pastor, and he's allowed to do with it whatever God wants him to do with it. It's his. It's, it's a way to bless those who work full time for the kingdom of God. And, and so uh, that's why my kids have always, when they've got a raise, or if they got a new job, they took their first paycheck or they took that amount of raise and they came and we didn't force them to do that. And Pastor Cameron was quite surprised, I think, maybe the first couple times that they brought it, but I think he's probably used to it now. <laughs> but Moses wrote it down, Paul talked about it, and Jesus demonstrated that God wants us to honor him in the increase. He wants us to honor him in the stuff. Before we start buying our own stuff, are we willing to honor God first with the increase that he brings into our lives? And that's what it's all about. Our church, we have a special envelope designated for first fruits. And uh, we've had many uh, members who have applied that to their lives. I've never preached this anywhere but my own church. I've uh, like Pastor Cameron said, he has asked me to preach this over the years, and I never felt released to actually preach it anywhere else but my own church. But this year, I just felt like God wanted me to share this with you, and uh, just believing that God wants to bring you even more increase, because uh, you, 
your church, you guys are the most generous people I know. Pastor Cameron and Kathy are the most generous leaders that I know. Uh, you guys have blessed us so much over the years, and I, I can't, you, maybe you don't even know. You know, there was one time I was missing uh, Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. And I told Pastor Cameron, he sent me a half gallon of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce that probably only cost $12, $13, and the shipping was like $60 or $70, $70 to ship it. But yet, that's the heart of a man who's generous and likes a good joke. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, you know, I'm not preaching this to try to, try to milk more money from you, but I, I, there is, a, there is a, a separate blessing that comes Come when we honor God with the increase in our lives. And so I just want to end with this, this verse. Uh, Proverbs 3, 9, and 10 again, it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Amen? Amen. Isn't that what we want? We want to see God, not just financial blessing, but we want to see God's blessing upon our lives. We, wanna, we want life to flow from our lives so that others can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So others can say, hey, why are you this way? What, what's happened in your life that you're like this? It's because of Jesus. It's because God has blessed my life. God has given me favor. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you.